This is the Clay Tablet Podcast, 25th of July, 2022. I think this will be like episode 30, something like that. I'm going to do... I'm going to have to cram a couple of these conferences together because I was looking through them. I mean, I'm not going to be able to talk about in-depth, like all the way through the ACC, like all the bullshit. I don't know. I guess I'll have to see how long it goes. But I'd like to stick some of the independents onto it. And then maybe the Pac-12, you know, and then I don't know. I mean, are you supposed to talk about the AAC? I mean, does anybody give a fuck about that? You know, Cincinnati's in it and UCF and every now and again, they win a whole bunch of bullshit ass games and they act like they're good. Although, did they play Alabama last year? Were they the ones? Whoever they played, I thought they played them better than Notre Dame had played them. Well, maybe not. It was six to twenty-seven. <laughs> Didn't they kind of hang in there? But they really just couldn't ever score. And then, but you know that's what happens when you play Bama. Well, but anyways, back to the ACC. You know they got Clemson up top here, the Atlantic Division, Miami on top of the Coastal, which you know I really I don't know how I feel about that. I mean. You know, he's got it split Miami and Pitt. But who knows? Like, North Carolina could do something. I mean, out of that coastal division. Because there ain't nobody in there. I mean, Miami, Pitt, North Carolina, and Virginia Tech. You know, it's just it's just not... I mean, I don't know what you're supposed to say about that. You know, it's like you read that off, and I mean, you almost fall asleep just reading off the coastal division of the ACC. And you're going to need a nap after you read the... Atlantic Division of the ACC. I mean, if Wake Forest hadn't put something together, I mean, good God. You know, Clemson, NC State, Wake Forest, Louisville, Florida State, Boston College, Syracuse. I mean, Florida, I can't even remember the last time Florida State was decent. I mean, with E.J. Manuel? And then that other guy? Who was a fucking bust? That white boy? Uh, he was on ESPN like the next He got drafted and then was on ESPN the next day. It's like, what just happened? Oh, they figured out he can't fucking do shit. It's like, I thought he got drafted in the first round. But, you know, you can look at Clemson. I mean, their schedule... I mean, you gotta ask yourself, you know, like... I mean, when do they even play, like, a decent fucking game? I mean, November 5th, Notre Dame? I mean, if you wanted to be a fucking jerk-off, I mean, you could definitely fucking say that. I mean, Wake Forest, NC State, you know, I mean, they lost to NC State last year. They ended up beating Wake Forest pretty bad. Well, because it, you, you just get to the point, like, with the, you start getting into these conferences, and I mean, just, it's just nobody has done anything lately, like, except for Clemson. And then, you know, if you kind of want to count Notre Dame with their hybrid schedule, you know, and you just say, okay. You know, okay. You know what they got? It's hard to believe they got three PS1s at quarterback at fucking Clemson. One guy, Hunter Johnson, I mean, he never got on the damn field. He's a senior. Then Cade Klubnick, I guess he was PS1 this year. He's just a straight-up freshman. You know, in for spring. 
I don't know. This quarterback they got, I mean, he's going to have to play better. He'll lose his fucking job, DJ Ugalalale. However you say all that bullshit. But, it, you know, it, it just... It, Georgia Tech, Furman, Louisiana Tech, Wake Forest. I mean, it's just, I, I'm just looking through here. I mean, what are we talking about? Notre Dame and Miami? Play all year long. You got two fucking games worth of shit. Now... I mean, they do have nine offensive starters back and six on defense. I mean, that's, you know, that's pretty solid because that stuff starts to translate. Because like NC State here, they got 10 back on defense. You know, I mean, that's going to translate. Whenever you got people who've been playing, people are comfortable with who's next to them, all that kind of stuff. And they got their quarterback back. He looks like, you know, I'm, I'll be honest. I haven't watched NC State. Well, they're going to play Tech this year. Texas Tech. That's interesting. And I'll have to be sure and try and catch that Clemson game. You know, but then you get past that, and I mean, it's just, it's too, like, regional. It's kind of like the Big 12. I mean, if you're not from Texas, I mean, you're not going to be there. I mean, I'm barely interested in Tech and Baylor and TCU. You're just not going to be interested in it. If you're from another part of the country, or if you didn't go there, or whatever the case is. <coughs> well, but you know, like, this doesn't look good. Like, you you go and you lose 10-24 to 24 to Mississippi State. You know, so there's the SEC just one more time going, look what happened. When we go out of conference, you know, because this is your second-ranked person. I mean, the Mississippi State's not second-ranked in their division in the SEC. But they, they kind of look like one of the more interesting teams. I, I, the teams I would find interesting, maybe this NC State, LSU, and USC. And for different reasons. LSU and USC, like to me, those are the teams that have got like the space to have like the most improvement, the most like of a surprise. You've got an elite head coach coming in. You've got places that typically have i mean they have some talent i mean you know you can't sit there and just act like there's nothing on the roster to do anything with because to me almost it's like your shortcoming in recruiting it's like that you know that might not really set in and affect you until like next year and the next year and then you got to see like what you can do if you can kind of like buffer those shortcomings for those couple years you know as you're trying to get yourself established there with just getting guys coached up and then, you know, maybe people are, you know, you just put, like, experienced players in the mix. Although I don't think Lincoln Riley, he's not going to have this as much of a problem as Brian Kelly at LSU. He's going to have to watch out. But, you know, NC State. Then you get to Wake Forest. And I guess they got some kind of quarterback, Sam Hartman. But, you know, I just really didn't watch them. I mean, Wake Forest, VMI, Vanderbilt, Liberty. Ugh. You know, I'd watch them against Clemson, Florida State. I'd watch them against Louisville. You know, there's some games there, a few. But it's just that ACC, I mean, like for me, that's just it's just not very, like, appealing. And I try to be, and I really do like college football. But at some point, like you're gonna, you have to have like a certain level of play, a certain level of prestige, coaching, athleticism, 
Otherwise, people who are outside of the region, they're just not going to be able to be into it. And even people inside the region. I mean, because I'll be honest, I mean, you know, each year you give these teams like Tech and TCU a shot to kind of see if they can put a season together. But as soon as that season falls apart, I mean, you're not watching that shit. Why would you watch that shit? I mean, sit there and watch Tech struggle, watch the Horn Frog struggle, watch Baylor struggle. Although Baylor's been pretty consistent. But, you know, and whatever Louisville's doing, they got a quarterback who's got some starts. I'm surprised they're not a little bit better. You know, because typically you got a quarterback that's got a bunch of starts. But sometimes, you know, they end up holding on to a guy and he just never really comes around. <laughs> you know, they keep thinking and then he's the best. Well, it's a flex. He's the best guy in practice. It's like, well, of course he's the best guy in practice. He's been playing for three years. And nobody else gets practice reps and nobody else gets to do anything. Nobody else gets a chance. You know, and you bring in younger guys and all this kind of stuff. And, and you're always hoping this quarterback's going to come around the corner, you know, around the corner, start doing something. And he just never quite does. But he's still, like, just beating everybody out, else out in practice. Which, you know, like, might not be a good thing. Because you might need to be looking to moving on and giving somebody else a shot and see if somebody else can, like, get you some damn W's. You know, in some meaningful games. Because that's what college football is really about. Like, can you win meaningful games? Because everybody can beat, you know, hootie-doo, whoever, VMI. I mean, the Virginia uh, Military Institute? Or Duke St. Duke... Whoever the hell Florida State's playing week one. I don't even know how to pronounce it. And I don't even want to sound like a retard. But, like, who wants to watch that? You know, and it's like, well, then they're playing LSU the next week. I don't know. Maybe you want a little bit more of a warm-up than that. Like, just play somebody, anybody. You know, it's like, at least, like, play, try to play, like, Houston. I don't know. I wonder if it would just help just stack in some games. Like, I mean, because, like, if you're not going to win the national championship, you just want to play, like, good games, big games, games that are interesting. I mean, instead of sitting there and just trying to act like, like, we need to go undefeated. It's like, well, it doesn't matter what schedule you put together, you're not going to be able to make the playoffs. So just play interesting games. Just try to get better. Put some butts in the seats. Get people watching on TV. Get some, you know, I don't know. Five and seven last year. God, dude. Where's Florida State even at? There was somebody in here, man. I couldn't remember who it was. See, I'm not talking about Syracuse. and I mean, I just can't. Boston College. I mean, you know, you just you just can't do it. You just can't, like, I mean, like, what is the percentage of college football fans who want to listen about that? And, I mean, hell, I'd like it. I mean, have Syracuse be good. Boston College. I, I like their field. I like the way it looks up there. You know, but they're just not right now. Miami. You know, Mario Cristobal. Okay. You know, I wish Miami would get up. You know, they're retiring the turnover chain. I don't know how I feel about that. I hated it first. Not hate it. I just thought it was the hokiest, dumbest thing fucking ever. And then I started to like it. You know, we're going to retire the the chain. It's like, well, what if you want to bust it out like for some big games? You know, you don't have to celebrate against Bethane Cookman, but at A&M, we're bringing the turnover chain, motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Because we get a pick six, we're breaking out the turnover chain. 
some D lineman causes a fumble, it, we're breaking up the turnover chain. I mean, I like it. I mean, you know, maybe you don't have to do it all the time. Primetime games. You know, just something to think about. You know, and I really don't know what their situation is. I mean, you know, they got uh, wins against Appalachian State and Central uh, Connecticut State. So that got them to 7-5 and five and said, you know, they're really 5-5. Five and five. I mean, come on. You know, at some point, like, when do you don't, I mean, do you even get to count Duke? I mean, you're really, you're almost 4-5. and five. You know, and they're running around, like, oh, we're 7-5. It's like, well, not really. You know, that's how you got to do that. I mean, because you can do that with anybody's schedule, but the teams that win the big games, they still have a good record. But when you examine records, it's like, well, you was four and five, really. So you you know you only you only won like four meaningful games, and that's cutting you some slack counting Georgia Tech. But you know it looked like they played a schedule: Alabama, Michigan State. See, I'll applaud that. I'll applaud that. I'll applaud that. That's manning up on the schedule. Because you don't know where, you know, you schedule that and you don't know where you're going to be. And next thing you know, you know, you lose both of them. Because Michigan State's up. And Alabama, of course, they're up. Uh, you know, there you go. There you go. Well, you know, he was the Oregon coach. Now he's down here doing this Miami thing. I don't know, he had some kind of connection. I don't know if he played at Miami or what. Yeah. Offensive tackle at Miami. Okay. Well, I mean, I you know, I wish him the best of luck. You know, at A&M, that's their big non-conference game. And then it's, you know, they got a pretty decent stretch, though. They got North Carolina, Virginia Tech, and then they got, you know, and then it goes, you got Florida State, Georgia Tech, Clemson, Pittsburgh. You know, I don't know. That ACC, I mean, it's just, you're just starting to get into... You know, and here's the Pittsburgh Panthers, which that's great. You know, they got the the old USC quarterback. He got run out of town, so he had to transfer. They lost their quarterback in the draft. And, you know, North Carolina, they're starting a redshirt freshman. Like, okay. See, that that to me is interesting because I'd rather watch a guy, a young guy, grow. You know, watch a couple of games of his and then see if he's, you know, worth the shit next year. And they play Notre Dame. That's interesting. But see, they don't have a decent game until September 24th. You know, like, how are you supposed to watch this shit? Bringing back a bunch on defense. You know, Mac Brown, he was the old Texas coach. The old, the old Texas ball coach. Yeah. I mean, it is, you know, it's just one of them deals. Like to the Pac-12, it's like, well, you'll just have to see if USC can come around. You know, like, you're just not, like, to me, I just, in some of these conferences, I'm just not interested in a lot of the depth of the conference. In the SEC, I am. In the Big Ten, I am. In the Big 12. But you start talking about ACC and Pac-12, you know, it's like, is USC going to be good? I like Utah because they're up. They seem like that's a well-run program. You know, it's like I want to like Oregon. 
It's just they got Big 12 syndrome. Like, they can't play fucking defense. You know, and then Washington State, I always thought that was interesting. But they, you know, they just, they don't ever, like, put anything meaningful together. You know, I liked it whenever Leach was there, obviously. And I've just really never been able to get interested in the Arizona schools. I mean, like, for some reason, they just cannot get traction. And, which I find interesting. I mean, you just, you just think that they would. You just think that they would. That they'd be a little bit better than they are. And I always like uh, the Buffaloes, Colorado, but they just they just have not, I mean, God, since, you know, like the early 90s, I kind of like, you know, cut my teeth whenever the Buffaloes were really good, believe it or not. And they were fun to watch. They just looked cool. You know, they were black and gold. I mean, it was go time. Well, anyways, back to the ACC. I don't know, see, like, I mean, I was, like, I was starting to fall asleep, like, talking about the fucking ACC. It's like, you're trying to do, like, a preview and all that kind of stuff. It's like, well, I don't fucking know who's gonna, whoever's gonna end up being good. Who's gonna be able to put a season together, do something. You know what I mean? You can almost just say that about everybody. But, you know, and I used to like Virginia Tech, but they just don't seem like they've, you know, 9 and 4, 6, 7, 8, 5, 5, 6, 6, 7. I mean, they're not as good as they used to be. They used to be a 10-win team. You could slot them in. They'd drop a couple, but uh, they were going to get there. You know, back when you had when that Beamer ball was kicking. Well, it looks like they, they got a new head coach with no head coaching experience. Well, good luck. But, you know, I mean, I don't want to run down their fucking schedule. I'll fall asleep. Virginia, they've always been dog shit. I mean, what, like maybe like once I've seen where they, you know, they... Finally put together a decent year. Georgia Tech. I mean, uh, you know, triple option. Okay. Are they still running the triple option? That's still their calling card. What it's all about. Don't expect me to talk. I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. Do not expect me to talk about Duke football. Like, what? I mean, I can get down in the weeds some, but uh, I got limits. Well, you know, and I know I just talked about some... Pack 12 Utah ended up losing four games. Hmm. Oh, they barely lost to Ohio State. In the Rose Bowl. Oregon State. Man, they just... They just kind of had a slow start. They'll be interesting. They're an interesting team to watch. Because they went 10-4 and four last year. And they got the quarterback back. They got a decent amount of starters back, eight on offense, six defense. You know, maybe they can do something. At Florida, that's a big trip week one, September 3rd. I mean, that's like physically, like like air miles-wise, a big trip. You know, and plus you're going into the swamp week one. Got to get you a win. You know, you need that. You know, because Florida, they're going to be what they're going to be. Like, as far as if they're good in the SEC, then they'll be a top team and be good in the SEC. Like, that game doesn't necessarily derail the whole season. Utah, you know, you go down to the swamp and get blown out or something. I mean, everybody's like, whatever, it doesn't matter. You know, you damn near have to run the table in the Pac-12 to get some respect back. You know, and people be saying, well, they're a completely different team now. 
But Utah, I mean, they're just kind of one of those teams. I mean, they're another team that you just... They're hard to find on television. But maybe they'll be on there. You know, you'd like that Arizona State game to be interesting. Oregon State. UCLA, USC. I mean, those are two interesting games and kind of in the middle of the year. Potential to be. You know, and then you got to add Oregon. I mean, the schedule, you know... I mean, it's all right. Now, Pac-12, when they take USC out of that, whoo, that schedule going to be dog shit boring. I mean, you're going to be asleep. If these teams, if they knew what they was fucking doing, they'd bail and they'd, they'd, they'd hook up with the fucking Big 12. Cut the shit. You know? The Arizona schools, Colorado, and Utah. If, if they knew what they was doing, they'd for sure fucking do it. And if you could get Oregon and Washington to go, just go. Because, yo, son. I mean, imagine if you take UCLA and USC out of this fucking schedule. I mean, what are you left with? Especially, like, if you're Utah. Like, you are the good team. I mean, you're just going to plan on, you're just going to have to fucking go, like, just essentially, like, undefeated to be able to... Depends on how big they make the playoff, but, you know, on this next go-round. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what if they're going to want to go 8 or 12. I don't think they'll go 16. I just don't. Um, But those are kind of larger discussions. I mean, we're not really, like, talking about that right now. Just trying to do some preview. You know, and here's USC. I mean, fuck. They'll be interesting to watch them develop. I mean, I just don't know what else to say about it. They got a good quarterback. You're going to have a good coach who's got the quarterback. It's like, can he get the rest of the offense like operating with this quarterback? You know, Rice at Stanford, Sam, uh, Fresno State, Oregon State. I mean, he's got some time. Like, he could win those games and, and not have it all ironed out necessarily. But you could also fuck around and drop a game. You know what I mean? So you got to watch out. And USC, I mean, like, they're not trying to lose games like that. I mean, in their mind, like, they're not trying to really lose to anybody in the fucking Pac-12. You know, like, eh, it's not where we need to be. You know, we need to be top dog around here. Because otherwise, like, I mean, from what I look and see, I mean, like, nobody even shows up anymore to the damn game. People just leaving. That was why that last coach got fired, like, mid-season. Damn president's looking around. And, you know, you just got people just fucking walking clean the fuck out of the stadium. You know, to a point to where it's obvious. Because the number of people is just so, you know, and it's just clearing out early. Like, for the wrong reasons. It's one thing if you're kicking the shit out of somebody. But if you're just getting punked. I mean, going 4-8. and eight, I mean, they don't, you know, I mean, do you, do you get to count San Jose State? I mean, they really, they went 3-8. and eight. I mean, you beat Washington State, Colorado, and Arizona. Good God, that was a long year last year. That was a long year last year at USC. Well, huh. You know, is Jim Kelly going to... I mean, five years at U, UCLA, not a lot to talk about. It's definitely not like where he had Oregon. I mean, is he going to be able to get them up and humming a little bit and going? I mean... 
you know, maybe not to the national championship like at Oregon, but I mean, get, you know, because like if they were 10 and 2, then like let's say they would have beat like Fresno State and Oregon, like added on to who they did also beat. You know, and they fucked around somehow and lost to Arizona State. I don't know. I've just, I've never really been able to watch like the UCLA Bruins. I like, it, there's something about their uniforms and the way they play. Like, I've just, I just don't think I've like ever found them interesting. It's like, I kind of like the way Arizona looks. Oregon look. I mean, Oregon's cool. And Arizona State, Colorado, like I said earlier, you know, UCLA, I'm just not feeling it. I like USC stuff. You know, I like Washington. I like Washington State. I like, but there's just something about UCLA, the Bruins. I don't know. It just looks hokey. It looks real basketball. That's another thing. Well, you know, I mean, they just, your schedule opening up. I mean, it's just dog shit. Until what? You play uh, Washington on September 30th on a Friday? And then Utah? And Oregon, Stanford, you know, that's a good run of four games, okay. And the Arizona schools, and then USC and California, I mean, you know, ah. Well, and it looks like they're being pussies too, like, you know, the, especially these Pac-12 schools. I mean, you're not playing anybody out of conference. you got to play somebody out of conference. you got to put some Big Ten people on the slate. you got to play some Big 12 teams. you got to fucking do something here. You know, you don't have to play ACC across the damn country but i mean play some big 12 schools play somebody like if you're ucla play the horn frogs play baylor play tech i mean play somebody do something get somebody on the schedule bowling green alabama state and south alabama i mean it's like you're not even worth talking about until like five weeks into the damn season well here's arizona state you know they're playing oklahoma state that's something there you go there you go you know, give me something. Put a little meat in that schedule. Well, Arizona State, you know, they got this quarterback, junior. You know, eight and five, that's not a bad record. You know, I mean, good oh God. Well, that's just one thing to do. I mean, they lost to Washington State and Oregon State. You know, you could have easily been ten and three. You know, like you probably shouldn't have lost those games. They don't have a lot of starters back though. Like, at all. So that's, you know, that's going to be tough. Oh, they got a transfer from Florida. Well, you know, Herm Edwards, he'd been there five years, too, kind of like Chip Kelly. And, yeah, you know, you're going to be looking to put together a decent season. You know, I don't know what his contract situation's like, but, you know, and he hasn't done too bad. Seven six seven six eight and five eight and five pandemic year I don't get to count that's just bullshit. You know they got Oklahoma State on uh, the tenth of September. Utah USC Washington man that's a stretch. You know that's an early stretch right there. Then it kind of cools off. I mean really honestly almost for the rest of the year. You know, Stanford, Colorado, UCLA, Washington State. I mean, you know, with that Utah, USC, Washington stretch, you know, if you beat Oklahoma State at Oklahoma State, they're probably not going to be able to do that. I mean, you could be 2-4 and four 
you know, and then just trying to slowly like clunk back and get above 500 some for the rest of the year on a little bit weaker schedule. You know, it'd be nice if they could just drop like one of those games, you know, maybe lose to Utah or, because you don't want to lose two, that's the problem. You don't want to lose to Oklahoma State and USC. You don't want to lose to Utah and USC. Like, you just don't. Like, you can lose one of those four games, but if you're Arizona State, you know, I mean, that's where you'd like to be. Hmm. Ooh, Arizona, mercy. 1-11 last year. Don't you know that's just a tough season? Jed Fish. I mean, he, uh... Ugh. I mean, they beat California 10-3. to That was their sole win. Mercy. And then that's how bad the Pac-12 is. Like, well, that can't be true. Well, maybe it is. You know, Oregon was the only ranked team they played. But 1-11? I mean, that ain't even worth talking about. I mean, they can... You know, in Colorado, 4-8, okay. Oregon, new head coach. You know, Phil Knight's got to put his stamp of approval on Dan Lanning. Oh, yeah, they got Bo Nix. Bo Nix. I almost feel like I've done the Pac-12 already. Maybe that's why I'm bored. I do so many things, it's like it's too hard for me to keep up. If I've already done it, then I'm redoing it. So redo the redo. Well, because I study these a lot, like before, you know, I'll study a conference for a while, a couple days, whatever, and then do the podcast and look through the stuff, you know, and so it's hard for me to remember if I was just thinking in my head or what. Because old Bo Nix from fucking Auburn, yeah, yeah, they lost to Utah twice, got their asses kicked, 10-4. and four. So, you're hoping to remedy that, but who knows. They got quite a few starters coming back. Eight offense, seven defense. I mean, that you know, that's good something. Plus, Bo Nix, he's had, got a lot of experience. I don't know if they're counting him or not. Yeah. I like it when Oregon's up. I like the games at Oregon. I like to watch late night. You know, a good 9.30, 10.30 kickoff out in Eugene. You know? Just out in Eugene, baby. Around Eugene, baby. Huskies. I mean, yeah, yeah. well, they's, whew. they haven't been doing too good the past three years, though. Yeah, new head coach. Ah, that, you know, that probably ain't going to shake out. I'm not fucking talking about Oregon State. I'm not talking about Stanford. I'm just not. Like, damn, Cal Bears. You know, Washington State, I mean, I like, you know, I like the Apple Cup. I like it's cold up there. They do their thing. It's, you know, I've actually been to that stadium. But, you know, and I forgot to talk about Notre Dame connected to the ACC. So there. I had to take a break because I can't even remember where the fuck I'm at. Oh, yeah, I was trying to look at fucking Notre Dame. Get them looked up. Because I'm just kind of running out of steam. 
I mean, I'll have to be honest. The, the ACC and the Pac-12 put me to fucking sleep. They just did. You know, and I, I don't even mean to be insulting to them. Well, the Pac-12 maybe a little. I mean, you know, well. Well, no, I really don't. I, I wish those six schools that, you know, if you know what's up, you know what's up. They would just join the Big Ten, the, the Big 12. That'd be fucking great. Those matchups would be great. It would make your your conference like it would have like a regional dynamic to it where no matter what, like if you're up that way, you got a team to root for when they come down to Texas and vice versa. You know, and then it'd be smart if they were smart, they'd structure like if you had a league that big, your season for the following year would be based on your record from the previous year and have the better teams play each other and it slowly trickles down. I mean, I understand what I'm talking to you about right now. But, you know. You know, and I always like Notre Dame. I like their arrogance. I like the fact that they think they're special. I mean, I do wish they could do a little bit better. Because they do always just seem like they just can't. You know, they just can't quite get over that, like, into that Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, like, level. You know, because I, I really, I don't think they would be able to beat Oklahoma. Like, if Oklahoma had a relatively decent team, I just, I just don't think. I think Notre Dame would be right blown. I don't think they'd get blown out like they do against Alabama, but I... I just don't think they'd be able to hang. And, you know, Marcus Freeman, I mean, he's going to try and do his deal. You know, Ohio State, and then blah, 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 blah. BYU, okay. You know, North Carolina could be interesting. And then a bunch of blah, blah, do you get to Clemson and then USC at the end of the year. You know, it's just a ho-hum schedule. It's just bullshit. I mean, I just don't know, like, the, you know, these people. I mean, I just, you know, I just don't know what to fucking say anymore about it. It just, just seems like you're just talking craziness. It's like, join the Big Ten. Pull in Stanford. Join the Big Ten. You know, let the Big 12 suck in those other teams. You know, and then Washington State, Oregon State, and fucking California, and go get it figured out, I guess. I don't know what to say about these fuck. you know, like, fuck. Throw them in somewhere, but but set up the fucking league so that people play each other, like, based on record. You know, like, there's just gotta be some kind of something. Uh, they won't ever do any of that, and it's always a slow go. Although a lot of, it used to be, like, college sports, college football, especially, I mean, it was static forever. I mean, I you know, I, I never would have imagined they would have done some of the stuff that they've done. It was just static fucking forever. And then all this stuff started happening. You know, NIL transfer portal. League shifting. You know, there's so much money in those TV contracts. And, uh, you know, I just... I just wish another league would, like, form up. Because I don't want it to be just the Big Ten and the... Uh, SEC you know another league needs to form up and because think you know I know I'm using the same word again but things aren't static forever I mean that league I mean could easily overtake 
you know, one of the other leagues. I mean, the SEC, like, I mean, to just sit there and just act like they're just forever and always going to be, like, the best football forever and always all the time. I mean, you, you, you know, watch out. Because you get enough stuff flowing in a couple different directions and next thing you know, you know, you're not quite as great as you used to be. So, you know, and the Cougars, I mean, they're 10-3. and I mean, good for them. You know, they're fucking... Well, but I guess at some point they're coming into the... I don't know why they didn't just fucking cram... Why didn't they just cram those teams into the daggum... Well, they might... Well, I don't know why they didn't bring the... Cougars in, just bring them into the Big 12. Fuck it. The Liberty... God. You know, are you supposed to talk about the New Mexico State Aggies? I mean, what? Who even attends those games? New Mexico State Aggies, right? When Hawaii comes to town. I mean, you understand? They're playing Lamar. Wherever the fuck that's at. They're going to play FIU. Okay. Why? Oh, Connecticut, boy. The Minutemen. I mean, I guess it'd be cool if you were nearby. You could go, like, watch a game, I guess. But maybe not. Oh, now you got Mountain West action. Which is basically Boise State, Fresno State, and San Diego State. And you just kind of... You just sit around and you just see, like, who's going to be able to put a fucking team together out of those three. I'm going to have to be done. I've I've put myself to sleep. I have a fucking headache. I'm just like worn down and bored. Who the fuck is going to listen to this shit? Because I don't even know what I'm talking about. There's nothing to say. The season hasn't started. Like sometimes I just don't even know how to be like a goddamn bullshitter about fucking football. When football's not going on because... I mean, I can talk about some of the peripheral stuff in college football. Those conversations are interesting. Like what could happen, should happen, and all that bullshit, but... You know, we need to get that, I know she's, I think she's passed away, God bless her, but that Phyllis off the Feinbaum show, she can call me up and I'll just fucking, you know, let her fucking go off about Alabama, you know, and just prod her fucking backside with a little chatter about that they're not quite as good as they fucking think they are. I can't remember who fucking was telling her that, you know, like, might have been Feinbaum was saying shit like, you know, you, I don't know, I can't remember what it was. Basically, you're just saying, like, you wish that you were fucking Bear Bryant's side piece. You know, something like that. Saying that shit to her. But, anyhow. I think this is the worst podcast I've done in a fucking while. You know, because I tried to plow through all the college sports and I just wasn't able to fucking do it. It was just goddamn terrible. Boring for me to do it. It is so fucking hot where I'm at, and it's been hot, and it's going to keep on being motherfucking hot. And football hasn't started. And I, I mean, if I could push fast forward to fucking Labor Day, shit. God almighty. You know, because I just don't even know what you're supposed to fucking do. I don't even know what you're supposed to mother... Uh, Lord. Well, Clay Tablet Podcast. You know, they all can't be great. They all can't be great.